Hello, welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here. And we have a, I think, a very timely word for today. We are going to be talking about peace and anxiety. I wanted to put peace out there. The The title is actually Be Anxious for Nothing. Uh, I think that anxiety is at an all-time high. Uh, there are wonderful, wonderful opportunities to be filled with anxiety and worry and fear. I could go through a list of things, but you know what they are. What are the things in your life that you feel concern over, anxiety or worry? It, it will vary from person to person depending on where you're at in life right now. But no matter if you are you know, a child, children are experiencing anxiety right now, whether you're a teenager, young adult, um, a young adult with a family, or you're moving on into retirement, or if you're well past retirement, there are things in your life that you have a wonderful opportunity to be anxious about. And we know that uh, our enemy is great at bringing those things up. And beyond that, we are just filled with um, information from the world, from news outlets, from the internet, from Facebook. It's at an all-time high bringing up sensational stories or the things, they call it clickbait, the things that are going to cause us um, to respond. And they know that fear and anxiety works better than anything. So I I did a couple of, of, I did some research on that. I'm going to give you a couple of statistics. However, I'm sure you already know this. Anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the U.S. affecting 40 million adults. Now that's actually anxiety disorder. That's not just experiencing some anxiety, but It is the most common mental disorder. One study reported in 2018, so keep in mind this is pre-COVID, 74% of people have felt so stressed that they have been overwhelmed or unable to cope. That's a lot of people. You know, there's a scripture that talks about how in the last days, men's hearts will fail them for fear. And if you don't already know this, Um, anxiety is an extension of fear. It's just another form of fear, another word for fear. Um, And we know the word says it's very clear in Timothy that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, love which casts out all fear, and a sound, settled mind. A sound, settled mind is something that 
is just such a luxury. I want to say luxury because when you're at peace, there is nothing that can compare to that. Having a peaceful heart, having a peaceful mind is priceless. And we're going to look into this a little bit today, maybe next week. I'm not really sure if we're going to do this the whole month or not, but I do feel like we're supposed to do this today. But we have been promised peace through Christ, through the word of God. He instructs us to not be anxious. Now, I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there. I want to tell you that, yes, anxiety and is a very real thing, but there is help and there is healing. And, and what I want you today, first of all, let me say there is no shame in going to a doctor There's no shame in going to a counselor. I think um, God has blessed us with those resources to bring help and healing into our lives. I also believe, though, that God's word is medicine and it renews our mind and it brings health to us and it will help restore. So I want you to get in faith. This is the God side we're talking about today. This is about putting your faith in hearing what God's word has said, letting it bring peace to your heart and mind. You know, I have dealt with anxiety in the past and God's word is what brought me peace and what has helped me in those times that anxiety presents itself. I go back to the word of God and the things that he has given me that I'm going to share with you today that ha- that has helped me greatly. Um, I do want to point out that there are three parts to you. There's, there are three parts to me. Um, we have a spirit. Well, we are a spirit. We don't have a spirit. We are a spirit. That's who we are. That, um, spirit is what will live on for eternity. Um, that spirit is really who we are. Now we have a soul. And that soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And this is where anxiety hangs out. Um, Anxiety is of the mind, the will, and the emotions. And our soul needs to be renewed and constantly renewed to the truths of God's word. It needs to be cleansed and restored to have that peace that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But then we also have a body and that body must be healthy. And there are a lot of physical conditions um, that will cause anxiety if you don't address them. So, you know, part of going to your doctor, part of having that good health um, is to, you know, go to your doctor if there are things. And I'm just encouraging you to take care of yourself a spirit, soul, and body, uh, do the things that you need to do. Don't walk in fear and anxiety. Don't let that keep you from doing the things that you need to do to be completely healthy. All right, now we're going to just jump right in uh, to our topic today of be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 
Let's look at a couple of these words to help bring clarity. So anxious, it comes from a Greek word, marinau, and I'm probably butchering that, but you can look it up yourself. That means worried, anxious, and it says literally to be distracted or divided. I think that's very interesting that it says distracted or divided. Um, We see in some scriptures where it will say, because of your worry, and I believe that's over there in Luke, um, it says because you're you're full of care, kind of like that care that we talked about in the parable of the sower, um, because of that care or worry that we're talking about right here, that you will miss the coming of the Lord, that you'll be so full of it that you won't be able to see, you'll be so distracted that you won't even know when his coming, when he is coming. And it says that he's given us signs so that we will be aware, so that we will know that he is coming. Divided. So a lot of times when we see this word divided, we see it likened to doubt. Um, Let me read a scripture real quick. I have it pulled up over here. Um. Here's one. It says that the light of the body is the eye. And if your eye is single, the whole body is full of light. But if your eye is evil or divided, your whole body shall be full of darkness. We also know over there in James where he says that um, when you ask, don't doubt, uh, nothing wavering, before, because a double-minded or a divided man is unstable in all his ways. So what does that mean? When you're anxious, you're considering two things. You're divided. There's a part of you that knows in your heart that God is good and that he's faithful and that he's true to his word. But there is another part that is seriously considering the thing that you're anxious about, that care or that worry, that thought. Um, your heart is divided. Part of you knows that God has been faithful and true, but the other heart is very distracted and divided with this thought of um, whatever this anxious thought is. And you're focused on it and your heart is divided. If it's single, it's full of light. It's full of peace. It's full of hope. It's full of love. But if it's divided, it says it's full of darkness. And we know that it says that it'll come in, those cares and those worries and anxieties. It is all the same word in the Greek. And it says that it comes in and it will choke, violently choke the word of God in your life, the word that has been planted in your heart, the thing that God has brought to bring life, to cause it to reproduce, to cause everything that he's promised you to bear fruit and come to pass. That anxiety will grab it by the throat and choke it until it dies. So how do we avoid this? Well, Paul just tells us, he says, be anxious for nothing. Do not be anxious. We also see where Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, he says, therefore, do not worry. It's a command to just not do it. Now, I have found when an anxious thought comes and and when you've dealt with anxiety, it feels a bit like a spiral. It's an overwhelming feeling. Uh, it can be. and But you that's when you have to take it captive and you have to make 
a very real choice in that moment to not think on those things and not to worry. I just want to, let's go on to Philippians um, 4. I'm going to read this in my Bible, but 4 and I, yeah, I want to read this to you first. So uh, Philippians 3.12, it says, Paul says this, Not that I have already attained, or I am already perfect, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. You know, that's my testimony. I'm not perfect in this. There are still times that I have anxious thoughts. But I'll tell you what I do, just as Paul said, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but I one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind me and I reach forward to those things which are ahead and I press toward the goal for the prize for the call of God in Christ Jesus. So I know that he's called me to peace. I know that he's not called me to a life full of anxiety and worry. So what do I do? I press forward in this. I press forward in the truths that God has given me. And I forget the things that are behind me. I'm not going to leave this alone because I have dealt with it and that there are occasions when it, it presents itself in a very strong, real way to me, but I have to do the things that I'm telling you. So anxious, be anxious for nothing. It's a command. If he gives us a command, we can do it. You know, when Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow, He's not cruel in the way that he'll tell us to do something that we're unable to do. That's not who he is. You know, when he told the lame man to pick up your bed and walk in that moment, there was a healing for that man that he could stand up. He could have looked at Jesus and said, you're cruel. You see me here. I'm laying. If I could walk, I would have walked a long time ago. And you be, may be saying to me, that sounds great. That sounds easy. I'm telling you, there's grace for you today. If you will reach out by faith and choose and say, Lord, I'm believing you that this word is true. And I'm not going to walk in anxiety anymore. I'm done. I'm through it with that part of my life. I'm going to forget that's, that is behind me. And today, as I hear this word, I'm going to walk forward in peace and love and truth. Having said that, let's look at peace because it says that you are to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So what is this saying? When there is something that presents itself as a worry or to cause anxiety, we are to take that as a request to the Lord. So we are to go with him in prayer, but how, what is our posture when we go? It is not with this worried, fretful mind, but it says by prayer and supplication, that is the way that you ask with thanksgiving. So a thankful heart, a grateful heart, it really is hard to be anxious. When you go back and you begin to count God faithful, what it does is it reminds your heart, it reminds your mind, the thing that's being attacked in that moment, that God has been so faithful to you. And when you get in that place of thanksgiving, now with your prayer and supplication, all of those things, make those requests be made known to God. It says, and then God's peace. Now this is a supernatural peace. This peace means wholeness, not divided. Wholeness, 
not distracted. It means harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, and tranquility. So welfare, think about that. If you're concerned about your welfare, that peace is contained in it and prosperity, completeness, wholeness, and tranquility. You know, one of the things that the Lord, he revealed to me was there is no grace for tomorrow's problems. You only have grace to deal with what is in front of you today. When we worry about tomorrow, we're worrying about things that are not even here yet. When we're worrying about the past, it's things that we can't control. We really have to forget those things. If it's something that you need to repent of, repent of it and move forward. If you're having anxiety about um, what usually it is not about what you're facing in that very moment. It's an assumption. It's something you're really unsure of or something that is in the future. There's no grace for tomorrow's problems because you're not there. One, you're, you're in today and today you have been given grace and daily bread to deal with today. I remember one time the Lord asked me, do you have what you need today? And I was thinking about all the things that I was anxious about. And he said, do you have what today? Today. Not tomorrow, not the things that you're concerning yourself about, but right now. And when I looked at it, I did. I had everything I needed for today. Matthew 634 says, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. But there's also a place in Matthew 6, the same chapter, where he says, Give us this day our daily bread. He's given you daily bread for today. To deal with the things that are in front of you, you have been equipped, you have been graced, and you have everything you need for today. You know, that bread actually means divine provision. It's all the um, substance that God will supply to you. It says that God supplies to yielded believers, seen by seen, to live his perfect will. He has given you everything you need to walk out every part of your day to day. Whatever you're going to face, he has set a table before you. And it's completely full of everything that you need to walk through today. You know, when we hear about somebody going through something crazy or tragic, and that's why I think that, you know, social media can be, can really contribute to this because you hear about every story, every wild thing that's out there. Um, You watch the news and they sensationalize so many things. And then your heart is full of, of anger, care, worry, anxiety, but what what happens is that you are thinking about things that you're not dealing with. Now you're like, no, some of these things I am dealing with. But when you look at it, a lot of times it's things that we've not been graced for because it's not in front of us. We pray and intercede for people that are going through difficult times. and But God has also given them a grace to walk through that successfully, might I add, with him. We have always been promised victory. It says that he walks with us through dark places to get to green pastures. 
I've not been able to get to everything today. I'm going to have to um, obviously continue this next week. Um, I didn't know how far we would be able to go. But today I want to encourage you to really focus on one, being thankful. What has God done in the past and what has he promised to do in the future? Let his peace guard your heart and your mind as you go to him with every care, every worry. Today, just determine. Let's just, today, we're going to determine in our hearts that things change today. I'm not going to live in anxiety and fear any longer. I am going to press forward in what is ahead for me, and that is peace and life and hope. You know, he has given his love 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and he cares about you watchfully. The God, the creator of all heaven and earth, he cares about you affectionately and watchfully, but you have to cast those over on him. We're going to talk about that more next week. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray that this encouraged you. Go and read the scriptures that I gave you. 1 Peter 5, 7. Go read some 1 Corinthians 13 that talks about love. Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus instructs us, do not be worried. And Philippians 4, um, where Paul actually walks us through how to present our anxieties to the Lord, our cares and concerns, and then also what we think about and what will um, what will guard our heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And then he tells us what to think on. Go read Philippians 4. And then next week, we're going to get into this a little bit more. Um, we are going to uh, talk about how... Um, well, we're, we're just going to... Really, there's so many things. There's so many scriptures that I have, but we're just going to get continue on. It's going to be a continuation, and then we'll see where it goes. Thank you again for joining me. Have a wonderful day and a very blessed week.